Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. In this episode, I'm chatting to Nikki Thomas, who's the founder of The Growth Network. Nikki pretty much eats, sleeps and breathes networking, and she's got some great wisdom to impart, as you'll hear in this interview. So I'd like to welcome Nikki Thomas to the podcast, who is the owner of the Growth Community. Welcome, Nikki. So my first question is, when did you first get into networking? I mean, we met through networking, and I think you've been doing it possibly even longer than I have. <laughs> well, do you know what? I had a thought, of, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. And, and actually, I think in terms of how long we've been networking, probably for most of my life. Um, and when you, you perhaps didn't realise at the time you were networking, you know, networking seems quite a deliberate thing, I think. But in reality, you've probably been networking for pretty much most of your life. And when I thought about it, um, when you look back on your life, I probably started networking when I was at university. Um, I used to run the RAG Society at Lancaster University and you know a lot of that was about getting people involved uh, you know getting them to help out with events and you know do some fundraising and things like that so you were constantly out talking to people and getting to know people and encouraging them to get involved with things so I think in terms of networking we've probably been doing it for a very lot longer than we realise. I think in terms of deliberate networking um, I started quite some time ago when I um, was running my internal communications agency. Um, it was kind of the back end of me running that business or towards the end of, of it. And I started thinking, oh, go out and do some of this networking lark. And really people used to just go out and give business cards out. And that was about it really. I used to come home and think, what was the point of that? And it was quite some time before started to learn that there was a lot more to it than that that it wasn't just about going out and giving business cards out it was about actually building relationships and so I think for me it's probably about sort of I don't know seven years ago when I was actively um, running a virtual assistance agency that I started to understand the process better and um, and now here I am (laughs) Several years later, uh, I've now been running my own networking clubs for about three and a half years. So obviously this year, well, sort of 2020 and into 2021, things are looking very different at the moment to, to way, the way they used to. I mean, you and I met in the days when you could do physical face-to-face networking and that's not happening at the moment. So how have you found the move to completely online networking? I've got to be honest, um, back in March, when we could sort of see this pandemic coming over the hill towards us, um, I felt quite quite bleak about the whole thing, really. Um, well, I've always used the phone and I've used Skype, and I had, in fact, used a bit of Zoom before all of this happened. Um, and I've always used that, certainly for following up. Um, I, I had very low expectation about what could be achieved online Um, and it was quite a heavy heart that I moved my six meetings onto Zoom and just thought well it's it's either do that or die so it you know this is what we've got to do Um, I think the reality is 
I can only say that it's completely blown me out of the water. I am absolutely amazed by the level of friendships and relationships that have been built over Zoom. Um, I think, um, you know, the, the, the opportunity to network outside of the usual geography has really opened up opportunities for people. And, um, you know, I've grown a business from practically zero to 75 members over a pandemic online and it's thriving so I think we've all been very surprised by what could be achieved online um, and while I do long for the days of going back to face to face very much so and um, I do think that zoom is here to stay and you know people will find their own level of whether they want to do that permanently or whether they want to find a happy medium between face to face and being online but i don't think we can um i don't think we can kind of ignore the fact that the opportunities on online are vast and very exciting yeah i think you're right i i think you know even when we can go back to face face networking i think online will still continue in um you know in in, in some way and I, I think that's got to be a good thing yeah i, I think so uh, I, I think i think it would be sad if people just did only online networking mm. um but you know I, I, when i say like i say to my members you know when when people feel kind of sad about not being able to get out and see each other uh, and i know at the moment we're, we're currently in quite a significant lockdown but as time goes on there's a ways of, of 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 finding that happy medium so you might have your networking meeting online but there's nothing to stop you from going and having a coffee with somebody face to face as your follow-up there's nothing to say that you can get you know three or four of the, the members of that particular group together to you know to to get to to actually you know work on ways that you can support each other so i think we'll all find you know we're going to transition out of this mm. we're not going to go straight back into the rooms of you know 80 people in a room it's not going to happen we, we no. need to face that um but we can find a way around it and there are plenty of other opportunities for face-to-face -face interaction even if we can't have it quite the way we want it so tell me about your new business and uh, and how that came about and how you've been able to grow that during during a pandemic <laughs> Well, um, I kind of had a bit of a double whammy at the beginning of the year in that um, uh, obviously hit with a global pandemic, but also um, the partnership uh, that I've been working under had kind of broken down. And so I found myself pretty much back at ground zero um, having to start again. And while I I think the thing for me was that I did have my network around me. I had a, a well-nurtured network of people who you know were my trusted contacts. and when when you know things were looking a bit bleak they were there at my side going right come on you do this on your own you know we we, we need to carry on and so you know I dusted myself off and and thought right okay what what do I love about net about networking what do I love about referral networking and what do I not like about it so I had the space I guess while everyone was in lockdown to keep the meetings ticking over online but to give myself the opportunity to create a business that resonated from my own personal values which is you know I, I believe very strongly in relationship building I believe very strongly in creating friendships um, and people being able to support and help each other's success it's not about transactions it is about 
being genuinely wanting to help other people be successful. And so that's where the growth community kind of grew out of, really. Um, and, you know, now we have, uh, I have six groups. Um, we will have two new groups uh, by one at the end of January and one at the beginning of February. So we'll have eight. There's 75 members on board now, and um, they are all 75 people who who get what I'm trying to do. You know, they they're like-minded people. They're people who want to help each other. Um, you know, grow their business and and help them grow themselves as much as anything else. I think networking isn't just about you know standing there with your hand out for referrals there's so much more that goes with it we learn things we we get ideas we get support there's just so much more to networking and that I think that was important to me um to you know just just sort of I guess lead those people forward and and create this this really supportive place where people can help each other to do you know to grow their businesses really so um so so what, what what do you think makes the growth community different from other networks that people might have been to before well I think networking comes in all different shapes and sizes and I think you've got to find the one that works for you because we've all got different reasons for going networking for starters um the first thing I think that's different it, we run in cycles of three so our meetings are fortnightly. Um, two of those meetings are networking meetings of guests, and one of those meetings is a member-only meeting. The thing for me was that referral networking, um, in in general, is it's a guest conversion process. You know, there's a while there is that there is that process going on in the background of, of passing referrals the meetings themselves are very focused on guest converting, and I wanted to get away from that. So. People, guests can come to my meetings up to six times a year, no obligation, no sales pitch, no pressure. Um, they can just interact as a guest and they don't need to do anything else. If they want to become a member, then my focus is on providing a member experience. So um, we have a training programme, which is run by my very good friend, Mark Jarvis. Um, he, he does all that side of the business and helps to create a foundation training so that Every member of the community has an um, has a consistent level of knowledge and expectation. We have um, a member only Facebook group for the whole community. So regardless of which group you're in, you can interact with like minded people who've all got the same outlook as you, but right across the country. And hopefully that's going to grow massively um, over the next year or two. Um, but for me, it's about relationships. So having that quality member only meeting gives the people that time with each other to build the relationships, find out what each other needs and how they can help each other. And then we're back into the cycle again, where we bring the guests back in and we look at how we can extend our network and, and, and grow relationships that way. So it's it's just a slightly different way of doing referral networking. We're still single category um, and, and we you know perhaps do a lot things similar to other brands out there but my focus really is on the members and the guests are just welcome to come in and out and enjoy the meetings. What kind of hints and tips could you give to people who are perhaps coming networking for the first time? I know a lot of people this year um, have been starting up new businesses and trying out networking for the first time because they've had the opportunity while they're sitting at home in front of the computer they can you know, easily log on to a, a Zoom networking meeting but if they've never been before what what kind of things do you think they need to bear in mind well one of the things i often say to people is um try lots of different networking 
Um, and don't be put off if someone says, oh, I've done that one before and it was awful, I hated it, or it didn't do anything for me. Don't, don't judge things on that basis because it, what works for one person doesn't always work for somebody else. So ask for recommendations from your uh, contact. Um, I would think about what kind of time of day you want to go networking because you can network morning, noon and night, quite frankly, find the time that works for you. Um, I would also, um, if you're quite nervous about going networking, then being prepared is a really good way of overcoming that. So if you are nervous about switching your camera on or you are nervous about doing your pitch, then, um, you know, maybe put a backdrop on that you know there are lots of backdrops out there that hides the house behind you if you feel very self-conscious of that um, and practice your pitch think about what you're going to say in that if it's a one minute or a 45 seconds or a two minute or whatever it is you, you you've got practice your pitch write it down if you need to don't be afraid to write it down people are very um tolerant of things like that and very supportive i think if you've only got i mean I, if i go to somewhere i've got to do a 45 second pitch i actually write it down myself because i can't do anything in 45 seconds um so um yeah write it down practice it so the more comfortable you are doing it the more confident you'll feel and it won't feel quite so scary and what I would say is um think about why you're going networking yeah you know because I think a lot of people don't think about that before they go networking and for me the reason I go networking is to meet some new people and that's it I think if you go out expecting to make a sale on by doing a one minute pitch or you'll be very disappointed and you'll feel that networking is a bit rubbish and you don't get anything from it. If you go out with the intention of just making friends with two new people, making and you know, seeing a couple of two, couple of people on a meeting that you would like to follow up with and arrange a phone call or a coffee in the real world when we're allowed to or a virtual you know zoom call or whatever you feel comfortable with but have two conversations out of every meeting that you do and just get to know each other don't worry too much about you know talking about business because we don't know each other yet people buy from people you need to know the person first and if that means you have two one-to-ones then have two one-to-ones um if you just spend an hour talking nonsense to each other and having a laugh then that's great because you've made a friendship and you've made a relationship so you know don't be afraid to do that um and 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 then look at how you can extend that i i my um a lot of people around me laugh at me because i i use the i use pictures of octopuses a lot but for me <laughs> octopuses kind of represent what we're doing it's about those tentacles if I meet you uh, Liz and we have a coffee and then you say to me Nikki I'd like to introduce you to such and such and then I go and have coffee with them and then they introduce me to somebody and then they introduce me to somebody my network is expanding and I'm meeting new people and I don't have any um, expectations of doing business with those people I might do uh, I might do something two years down the line but the thing is, those people are helping me to go down the line and meet new people. And I think if you go out networking with that attitude, you will find that you enjoy it for starters and that you will ultimately get a lot more from it. And you won't feel quite so disappointed because the business will come. You've just got to remember that we're trying to meet people, not just shove business cards at each other in the old world when we used to. Yeah, I think that's all really great advice. You know, I always say to people that networking, it isn't about selling. That's that's the last thing you should be thinking about when you're walking to a networking meeting, because that would just turn people off completely. Yeah, I think there's a misconception that networking is a sales activity and it really isn't. Um, and 
you know, and I think it's hard sometimes for people who who are maybe not business people, uh, not not business owners, but people who've been sent out by the company. I think there's a conception that they are expected to go out and sell stuff, and it's hard for them because they've got to prove the time. And sometimes it's those people who are perhaps are trying to hard sell you. They've forgotten to learn to know the person first. We need to trust some people. We've got to get. We've got to go through that process. We've got to know and like and trust somebody, and then we can find out what they do. Because then we're in a position to be able to actually recommend them because we we feel comfortable. If you, you know, I spend a lot of time building my reputation. I'm not going to just hand. I'm not going to you know lose out on that by just randomly recommending somebody that will ultimately damage my reputation. So someone's got to prove themselves to me first before I'm going to recommend them. I'm happy to introduce not a problem but um you know getting to the referral stage that's not an overnight uh job it's a it's a it's the long game yeah yeah it def- definitely takes some some time doesn't it so tell me about some connections you've made what would you say is the the best result you've had from networking maybe not for your own business but maybe connecting other people together oh well there's so many uh examples of this it's funny sometimes you don't realize what chain reaction you've started until quite some time later when someone comes back to you and says you know that that in that introduction you made led to this introduction which led to that introduction or you know or you made an introduction and two years later a massive piece of business happened um I think there's so many of them to be honest people regularly come back to me and and thank me that I've, I've started something off with them I've, I always think um what's quite interesting is you go out to have a conversation with someone with an expectation you know right I, you know Liz you are a voiceover uh specialist and I think I'm going to have a conversation about that but somehow in the middle of the conversation you make some throwaway remark about something else you do and that opens up a whole new opportunity um I I once uh in encouraged a member to have uh, a conversation with another member and they'd been putting off having this conversation because they said oh god I don't know what we're going to talk about you know I think one of them did something very creative and the other one did car parts or something and 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 I kept saying well you know you don't know who he knows and you don't you don't know what he can do to help you and they went and they had their one-to-one and got sort of chatting and did the you know the usual stuff what do you do what do I do and at the very end of the conversation um in fact I think this person did some kind of voiceover a bit like you actually um this person just said oh I've got to go now I'm off to my radio station job that I do and they went oh this will be really good for you and and that throwaway comment led to a, a job for that I'm sure she was a voiceover lady and um, who then went off to work on this radio station and this was off a really simple um one-to-one that she'd been putting off <laughs> I think that story just shows that you should never turn down a one-to-one no <laughs> because you honestly don't know who other people know or like you say what the thing other things they do outside of their business that you could help them with and um yeah it's, it's always worth having a chat to people because you just don't know where it's going to lead I think that's I think that's quite important. I, I did some training um, for a charity that I work with recently. Um, I trained all their community fundraisers, um, and I'd, I'd, I'd done like a little bit of an example for them to try and help them to understand the concept of networking. And and like I said to them, you know, you you could go as a charity, you could go into a meeting, and you might meet a lady that sells body shop products 
and you think, oh, let's go and have a chat. So we have a chat. And in, in that conversation, she tells you that she's recently taken up running. So you think, oh, okay, well, let's find out a bit more about the running and you find out about that. And then you um, get, you find out she's part of a running club. So you start chatting to her and you think, well, okay, let's get them all signed up for the whole 10K or whatever. So as a charity, you've got some income coming in. Um, then she, you find out who they run with and then you get some more contacts from that. Um, and then in, the, in that conversation, she might say that a mother's a keen member of the WI. So you say, oh, are they looking for a speaker? Yes, looking for a speaker. So then you get in, into, the, into the WI and you start, then you go and be a speaker. And in the conversation, one of the women in the WI says, oh, my husband is CEO of a big company and they're looking for a charity of the year. Let me in so it just shows you how a chain of reaction can happen from talking to someone who sells body shop <laughs> you might not have wanted to go and talk to but look where it can go and it does all the time all the time yeah absolutely that that's been my my experience too well, it's been brilliant to chat to you Nikki and if people want to find out more about the growth community how can they get in touch with you well, um, they can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm very active on there, so you'll no doubt track me down. But um, if you would like further information about what we do, uh, go to the website, which is uh, www.thegrowthcommunity.co.uk and you can find out more about our meetings on there and how we work and what we do. That's brilliant. Thank you very much, Nikki. Thank you very much. It's been great to talk to you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.